Hey everybody, it's your old friend John DeLuna with another RFC minicast. This one is part two of two of a discussion with the boys regarding DC Comics. Now, last week, you may remember that uh, Melvar and Brian Kilby and myself discussed um, various things around the DC Universe and maybe how it's not clicking, and uh, the discussion is so big that our own Headmaster Don wanted to take part of it, part in it, and so I decided maybe it's best so everybody gets their uh, their chance to, to speak their piece that I split this into two mini-casts. So this week, returning is Melvar, and joining us is our own Headmaster Don. Hello, boys. How are you this evening? Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, actually, a, uh, a early... Happy birthday to Melvar. At the end of the week is your birthday, so happy birthday, sir. Thank you, sir. And, uh, Don, your birthday isn't anytime soon, is it? No, nah, it was in June. Yeah, at, okay. At, at BotCon. At BotCon. All right, so very early happy birthday to you for 2016. I don't want to make sure. <clears throat> I didn't, uh, I didn't, don't say I never wished you a 2016 happy birthday. Okay. I did it. I'll keep that in mind. Plenty of time ahead. Um, Don, I'm going to start with you. Um, and I know, I know, I know. Both uh, Melvar and I left plenty on the table to discuss with DC, but you wanted to be, take part in this conversation, and so I wanted to really kick this this second half of the discussion off with you. I mean, when when DC comes to mind, I mean, what what are some of the hot button issues with you? Why why is this uh, a topic that is so near and dear to your heart? They're ruining so much crap with the new Fifty Two. It's not even funny. So do do tell. Explain yourself, sir. Um, they use this new 52 not reboot as a way to where pretty much characters they didn't like, even if the characters were popular, uh, to reset things to because they broke themselves into corners that they could not get out of, or they tried to write themselves out of the corners and it was abysmal failures, or just the fact that we think we know what people want to read, so we're going to give them what we want them to read. And who cares if the characters are popular or if it's different? You know, like here's this the it's, it's, it's what I say for Marvel: the all new, all different. Here we go again, kind of thing. And uh, it just really made me mad when so many good characters uh, were pretty much negated by the new Fifty Two for nothing other than. Here's your favorite Silver Age characters back in the roles they created. Who cares about anyone else that has played these characters? Uh, you know, char- characters in the story as these heroes, I should say. And it's and it's nineteen, it's Silver Age all over again. So here you go. Hmm. Um, you know, New Fifty Two has been around quite a while now. I think it's uh, looking at uh, good old Four Wikipedia. Years? Yeah, two thousand eleven is when it started. So yeah, four years. Um, you know, I would say that uh, it's definitely something that's uh, tainted, I guess, DC. It's something that's like always like at the top of people's list of, of things that have gone wrong. Uh, Melvar, I forget, did we, I feel like we didn't really like dwell on New 52 last week. Do you, do you have any thoughts on, on New 52, at least how it's shaken out? Uh, you know, I really... I gave up when the new 52 started, so I don't know any really key points. I mean, there's some stuff that I've picked up on that just seems unnecessary. Like, um, 
taking away Captain Cold's gun and giving him actual meta powers, so he's essentially Iceman now with a sleeveless parka and everything, which just seems ridiculous. It seems really, like, cool and awesome, like, trying to corrective steering there. Yeah, and then I think they put him in the Justice League with Lex Luthor or something. I don't know. I didn't read it. It's so weird how fast and loose they play with, like, archetypes within the comics. You could tell, like, like if, what you just said, if you said that to, like, a casual fan who only knows DC from, like, animation and movies, they would just, like, stare at you blankly. The fact that, like, Captain Cold and Lex Luthor are, like, in the Justice League and that uh, Captain Cold is Iceman, it's craziness. Crazy. Not, not to say that Marvel's not to blame for this stuff, too, because Sabretooth is currently an Avenger, but that's, that's beside fair. the point. Antiheroes, man. Anti-heroes. <sighs> that's the thing now. Hey, Don, um, uh, you know, again, looking at, uh, looking at the history of New 52, the branding, per se, for New 52 actually just ended back in May um, with Convergence. Now that's complete. Um, so at least from a branding standpoint, New 52 is, is over, but... Uh, but the damage has been done. I mean, I mean, outside of New Fifty Two, what are your thoughts on um, what are your thoughts on the uh, the current state of DC when it comes to movies and TV? Well, the thing, here, the, the oddest thing is is that they're not making their cinematic movie verse and the TV verse part of the same continuity. Again, there can be pitfalls there. But you also seem to be fracturing your people that love the television shows, which I'll admit I have not watched any of the shows because I have I have got so much apathy towards DC right now. I don't even care to watch the shows. That, that may be wrong, but that's just the way I feel right now. Do you watch and the movies? I, I did not see I did not see Man of Steel. Really? Uh, yeah, because it it looked it. It didn't look like Superman. Uh, on a quick tangent, there was there was a, there was a gentleman out there that went and put the color that was white that was washed from the movie back in the movie, uh, and, and apparently there were steals of the suit, and the suit was as bright and as colorful as the Christopher Reeve suit, and it was all washed out with these dark tones and grays and stuff. The movie looked depressing. Uh, the last time I saw a trailer that made me that depressing, it was a trailer for Wolf's Rain, if you're an anime fan. And that's it's just like the whole movie looked depressing. Did not see the last Batman movie. Saw the first two. They were okay. I would rather watch Keaton in the first one any, any day of the week. Um, even, yeah, though I, Kil- even though Keaton was a brutal killer? It's still, it's still the best. Bat- Ke- Michael Keaton's first Batman movie. It's still the best Batman movie of all of them, including the uh, Nolan movies. I'm just going to say, you know, he blew up a chemical plant full of people. And, you know, yeah. shot, don't, shot, don't worry about shot, that. Shot at, shot at people with his bat wing, but hey. Yeah. Whatever. Shot into a crowd with his bat wing. <laughs> That's okay. He was aiming for the Joker. Don't worry about that. Hey, I, I actually prefer Batman Returns, to be honest with you. I Not to say that I dislike 89 Batman, but Batman no. Returns, I find... Somewhat more enjoyable. Well, okay. I love '89 Batman, but Batman Returns, man, that's yeah. not not held up well with time in my yeah. eyes. Oh, really? Yeah, interesting. I'm one. I'm I'm one of. I am one backpedal. I'm sorry. My favorite live action Batman is Batman Michael Keaton's first one. 
the best Batman movie overall, regardless of genre, is Mask of the Phantasm. I knew it. Okay, that is really good. I All mean, right. I mean, not. I mean, I'm just saying from every from every film bullet point that says to have a great movie, you need one, two, three, four, five. It hits every check mark. Everything about Mask of the Phantasm should should make it everyone's number one Batman movie of all time because it's worth it. But people disregard it because, oh, it's animation. No, it's awesome. But it's part of the Batman the Animated Series, which is super popular, even to this day. So, well, for sure. Just, well, well this been a, but we, we all know how animation is seen still in the U.S. As a, as a kid's thing, no matter how much it has progressed. Unless it's computer generated by Pixar. Yeah. That's the whole thing. But the thing about about the about the comics and the movies and stuff, my my two biggest things with DC recently was Green Lantern and Batgirl, the Stephanie Brown Batgirl, and New Fifty Two just took all. You can't tell me that Green Lantern. Everything that I've read on Green, I started reading Green Lantern with Emerald Dawn number one. That was a very long time ago that I, I, I have read it religiously month after month since Emerald Dawn number one. You can't tell me in the New 52 all that happened in five years. It just, no. No, it doesn't work. And Stephanie Brown as Batgirl was the first Batman series I wanted to buy because it made, she was part of the Batman mythos, but you didn't have to be dark and brooding and this... So soulfully just empty person to do this job. You could love doing this job, realize that it's important, and still have fun doing it. And the New 52 just took all that away, took away Barbara Gordon's impact as Oracle. She had far more use as Oracle in the old 52 as, as a... Then she does as hipster Batgirl. Well, well, I, I haven't read the new, I haven't read any of the new Fifty Two Batgirl, and I understand DC thought, "Hey, everybody wants Barbara Gordon back." No, we didn't. They thought we wanted Barbara Gordon back, and they wanted Barbara Gordon back. They so also now, thought we wanted Hal Jordan and Barry Allen back, and they yeah. were wrong. Well, Hal works fine in a group telling a story where he where his attributes can stand out as a Green Lantern. Hal Jordan as a character himself. He is boring. It's very difficult to tell stories about Hal Jordan. As a Green Lantern in a group, he's fine. And that's what the New 52 did is they took away all this great stuff we were enjoying. And it's just been crossover after crossover after crossover in Green Lantern. Very little world building other than just trying to deconstruct everything that was done leading up to it. And bringing a Batgirl back that not everybody wanted. And making the character a lesser lesser for it when her role as Oracle was, you know, heck, they could have they, they if they, if they had brought Batgirl back as Batgirl, you know, brought uh, brought Barbara Gordon back as Batgirl, they could have left Wendy as Proxy, who was Oracle's understudy from the Batgirl series, and Wendy, I've not heard anywhere she's even around, so there is no Oracle as far as I know. If there is, I apologize for not knowing, but I'm just saying. Good characters being forced back into roles that they had matured out of. Well, let, let, what what about the way they treated Stephanie Brown leading up 
to the to the new fifty two, Don. Yeah, Let, well, that was yeah. Okay, one one. Uh, but let's I, talk war games, shall we? When I did, I did like I said, Batgirl starting with her issue one is the only Batman series I have read start to finish. Because I was not going to buy any of the Bat titles and have these massive crossovers at four dollars a book, drawing the line at two ninety nine, whatever. I don't care. I was not going to pay that much money on, on comics for a massive crossover. But I know for a fact that Leslie Thompson would not do what she did. The character that we were introduced to in Batman the Animated Series would not fake a child's death. So, what do you guys think about the? I, I, I guess hearing you guys talk about this, it seems like DC's assumption that we want the same characters over and over again, these classic characters and these reboots. Where do you think that comes from? I mean, what do you think they're thinking? Them. The people in charge. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty much been said that, you know, they were trying to bring back the stuff that they liked when they were kids. Yeah. Basically they have the power and they wanted to see these characters back in these roles. So they said, Hey, it's our freaking sandbox. We can do whatever we want. These characters, people like, we don't like them. Bubba. Now, uh, I'll point out, I was actually kind of okay with Hal Jordan coming back. You know, not a big deal. You know, the yeah. way he went out kind of sucked. And now, when, Rebirth was an incredibly told, well-told story. It could have sucked. It was. They tied all sorts of stuff together. It was great. Uh, but he didn't really push anybody out. They got another Green Lantern book, the Green Lantern Corps, and you had four main characters over two books. It was fine. You know, everybody no. got a chance to shine. But uh-uh. Barry Allen, nobody was clamoring for the return of Barry Allen. No one anywhere was he, interested in the return of Barry Allen. His death in Crisis to – now, again, I'm not a huge Flash fan except for Impulse and Young Justice. But Barry Allen's death served a whole lot more purpose in creating the DCU as we know it than anything that I ever read in his life. Absolutely. Hal Jordan's death was a cluster – of a mistake. Barry Allen's was very well done and had a dramatic impact on everything. Right. I mean, the man became the light. A spo- Thirty-year-old spoiler, folks. The man died, becoming the living lightning that gave himself him gave him himself his powers and that, all speedsters that, and all speedsters. So that's that's not a bad way to go if you're basically creating the speed force. But you know ha- how the whole Emerald Twilight thing. Yeah, that was. You know, I like Kyle. Kyle is my Green Lantern. I, 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 how, I'm okay with Hal. I'm okay with Guy now. I used to, I used to not like Guy that much. I like Kyle. And if they start a Green Lantern, everybody liked Kyle. Everybody likes Wally West. Yeah. Well, him and Wally was great. Was a great buddy. You know. You know that that was your buddy cop movie right there in, in the newer but not new Fifty Two before the reboot. Him and Wally were. You know, kind of, kind of like Barry and Hal was, just not as boring. But it, they, they, but DC just used the the new Fifty Two. For example, one of my favorite characters of all time is Captain Marvel Shazam. They they killed Shazam, screwed over Billy and Mary's powers. Shazam comes back from the dead, and then takes away their powers for no real reason other than you're misusing them. Mary was under mind control. 
It was not her fault. Billy was trying to save her. He was not misusing his powers. But you wind up depowering two of the most powerful people in the DCU. Didn't they kill the wizard, though, and then Billy became the new Shazam? That was, That's in the new 52. The old 52, they had the Trials of Shazam, which basically was another set of the gods. Zeus, but a different Zeus. And the rest of the Pantheon on Earth as human templates that Freddie Freeman got all the powers from that was supposed to fix the Shazam part of the DCU, which was, you talk about a CF, that was a CF, and it went nowhere. And then it rebooted, and we never got a resolution. So so it was stuff that they wrote that they could not write their way out of. So I, so that was one of the things, it's like Zero Hour. The only thing Zero Hour ever did is that they wanted to kill off the uh, Justice Society. Boop, there you go. Bunch of old, bunch of old folks gone. Bye. That's all he wanted to do. And we know how that lasted. Yeah. So I want to uh, take the discussion and maybe <clears throat> try to take the last few minutes, or at least the last little riff that will go on, and end on a positive note. If if there is one, um, let me go around the table. I'll start with uh, Melvar. So what is DC doing? right if anything right now and that could be comics tv movies uh, what are the things that give you hope or the things that you legitimately still like that they're doing right now i thought you wanted to end on a positive note uh-oh i'm trying that i seriously don't know because i have blacklisted dc comics like i don't read their stuff i don't watch their shows i don't watch their movies they get no money from me right mm, now burn hey well at least uh, they got our arkham money arkham uh Ar- okay arkham Knight money. Uh, there we go their positive note the the first two games in the arkham series the first two games. I'm going to give them like a half. I'll give them a half point for the third game. Just I'll because, give them a you know. half point for the third game, but I still have not reached 100%, haven't played it in over a month, and ha- really don't have a whole lot of desire to go back to it. And to be fair, like you've put uh, probably more than your fair share of time into the game, although it is kind of frustrating to not have the desire to like 100% it. Yeah, I bought a, I bought a PS4 for that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you'll just have to wait a, a year and a half or so for the next Arkham game. Well, no, yeah, yeah. Devastation comes out next month. Oh, so. that's true. That's true. Oh, we almost went back on topic. Uh, let's get back out of that. Hey, Don. Okay, so what? what is DC? Again, anything. Comics, video games, movies, TV, anything. What? What are they doing right? What do you like about DC right now? Absolutely nothing. Really, you too. You're always the optimist uh, too. Well, here I, I'm now getting back into Green Lantern. They ended all the Green Lantern titles except for Green Lantern itself. When Hal went to become a renegade, I'm just now this month going back to get the back issues. Oh, uh, Hal's the renegade. Hal original. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to read that more out of a sense of duty to Green Lantern than any love of DC. But not having read that, I really can't say if I'm going to like it or not. But as of sitting here in this chair, DC has done nothing for me that I can say I like in well over a year. Man, and this is uh, you're talking really specifically about the comics, especially, right? I'm, well, uh, well, I don't, I don't have any of the systems to play any of the video games. Yeah, there's only I, been a few the, anyway. None, of, none of the animated movies have had any teams or characters. The last one that I bought was Black Adam. Uh, Return of Black Adam was Shazam Superman. Mm-hmm. How was that? 
I liked it. It, it was a little too short, but mm. I enjoy I enjoyed it, and it had some shorts from the other heroes on there. But I, I liked it. But none none of the none of the recent DVDs I've had, I've had any. I had, I've seen them in Redbox and didn't care enough to rent them. You know what's really weird now that I think about it specifically. I was going to bring up kind of like the lack of DC cartoons, but even on top of that, it's just really weird to go now uh, at least a couple years with no Batman cartoon on TV, at least one that like everybody watches and everybody knows I about. I think they had like two episodes of that Beware the Batman before it got canceled. Yeah, like that yeah. was a total flop. And here and the thing with DC animated on television, we had a very good Green Lantern series. We had a very good Young Justice series. The problem was Cartoon Network. Once again, everything is tied back into how much money are we making off everything but the show. doesn't matter if the show is popular. It's how they're getting all the residuals off everything else. They weren't getting the money they wanted. The show's languished. It was like, it was like Thundercats. Six months wait between episodes. You didn't know when new episodes were coming on. It would be preempted for other stuff. So as far as the DC animated television stuff, I throw that squarely in Cartoon Network's lap. Yeah, I mean, I think that's I think that's fair. I, I also think in some ways, like that DC Nation concept was probably a couple years too early. I I, I would like to hope if uh, or I'd like to think that if it was taking place now, that that they would be maybe writing the coattails of. Um, what Marvel's doing on the Disney channels and, and maybe even what Marvel and, and DC itself, are, what they're trying to do in the theaters. Well, the, the final nail in the coffin is this goddamn Teen Titans Go. Now, now. Oh, I'm, you, I'm sorry. It, oh, it's, my it, gosh. I'm sorry. It's just the Teen Titans was a great show with a lot with a lot of heart, a lot of humor, and a lot of drama. But to resurrect that voice cast, as stellar as that voice cast is, with the chemistry they have for a little nothing ADD show, it's a waste of that. It's a waste of that cast's time. Hold me back, Melvar. Hold me back. I can't believe it. I'm about to jump through this microphone. I'm about to strangle Don with the with the uh, his own I cable. Hate, I I hate Teen Titans Go. So uh, oh my gosh, you're have next. It out. <laughs> You're next. All, uh, everybody must die. Um, okay, so on that note, um, thank you guys for uh, – <laughs> Oh, but I wasn't done yet. Oh, okay, Matt, Matt, give me your point so I can I can forget about killing okay. you two. All right, well, going back to the new 52 thing, the thing that really gets me is the fact that all of this is supposed to have happened within the last five years, right? All of it? Supposedly, that's – that's the time crunch we've been given, plus or minus five years. Like it, so like it happens in we, real we've time. Had, yeah, yeah, we've had. Well, when it started, I think Superman and Batman had been active for like five years. Mm, oh, okay, okay, got it, got it. Which means we've been through four Robins, and Bruce Wayne as Batman has had a son that's now ten years old within five years. Man, nice. Yeah, and and you've got Emerald Dawn, if it still exists. You've got the rise. Uh, you got. How how dying coming back in rebirth, Kyle in the interim, Return of the Guardians, Blackest Night, and all the rise of all the Green Lantern Corps, all all, all the Lantern Corps has all happened five, within five years. Five years. Um, no. So it's not for like, I mean, now and that I, you've mentioned that, it's not that 
not enough has happened? Is it that too much has happened or just what's happening sucks? Well, I'm pretty sure the whole it, it sucks. Don't get me wrong, but I, I'm thinking the whole reason that they went back with that was to give their characters a younger feel. Because I mean, before the new Fifty Two, I remember reading jokes in like about Green Arrow wearing his hat to cover up a bald spot, and there was stories about, you know, Batman's been through five Robins and, you know, maybe these characters aren't as young as they used to be. And I think maybe they felt that they were aging out their characters, mm-hmm. like they weren't quite as identifiable mm-hmm. to the readers. So I, I think the, it was those, those like a panic new, reset. Yeah, those mythic new readers they were trying to get. Yeah. Well, and on that, it's like they're saying that they wanted people younger and hipper and more in touch with the younger crowd problem is I could read Justice Society about people older than me and depending on the writer you had better stories because they were older because they had such this, the Justice Society their villains may not be the, the best known but there's there's some of the most powerful evil entities in the DC universe when you've been fighting crime for 70 plus years you get a pretty good roster of bad guys and a lot of those stories was a lot more interesting than anything being told through the Justice League. Mm. Oh, and Don, how about those new costumes? The new I 52 have, costumes. I've, I've saw, I saw one or two and I thought, I'm blind. Well, well, why is Superman wearing, why does Superman have to wear Kryptonian armor? He's Superman. <laughs> He's indestructible. <laughs> and would someone please tell Jim Lee and his character designs that it's not 1992 anymore? Oh, now that's not going to happen. He's not going to wake up. What? What pouches everywhere, and completely unnecessary lines. Just oh, at, through. It's... Look at the Flash's suit, for God's sake! Oh God! It's a basic. It's a basically it's Ultra Force all over again. Maybe he does CrossFit. I don't know. If he did, he'd be puking all night. Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, but he had a better time than me. Um, okay, guys. So uh, so. Anything else on DC, or have you guys gotten it out of your system? Oh, I'll oh. never get it out of my system, but this is called a mini-cast, so <laughs> and it's, it's, it's not therapeutic. I just, I just wish yes. DC would learn that not everybody wants what they think they – not everybody wants what they think we want, and we don't want what they want. We want original characters given a chance to grow and become something new in the DC universe and not rebooting every five to ten years – to give us what we've already had the first time, which is boring as crap. I just want the old Tim Drake back. Ah, uh, and on that note, I think we can all agree that one thing that we definitely want is more episodes of Teen Titans Go. Hey, before we go, I want to remind everybody that the minicast and every other show that you can find at tfradio.net is sponsored by you. That is, if you go to tfradio.net and click the Amazon link. Then, just do your shopping as normal. You don't have to buy anything extra or anything different, but when you check out, nickels and dimes go into Brian Kilby's pocket. He uses that money, that cashola, to keep the podcast going, keep everything free and flowing, and we wouldn't be here without you guys, so we love you guys. Thank you for listening. Just go to tfradio.net, click the Amazon link, and we thank you for your support. So, Don Melvar, thank you for joining me. Thank you for letting me vent. Yeah, I always again, two weeks in a row. Yeah. 
Always appreciate it. Always appreciate it. The minicast is always open for business for you two fine gentlemen. And uh, until next time, everybody out there in podcast land, this is John DeLuna, and we will see you on the next RFC minicast. Music provided by bensound.com.